Welcome back, guys. We got episode four, cover three. It got got me ravish. I'm back from Vegas. I'm joined by Carl and Mac. Unfortunately, Luca's. I don't know where is Luca. Do you guys, do you guys know where Luca is? On jet plane. Jet plane. <laughs> well, Somewhere across the globe. <laughs> well, I think we're all going to be a little more relaxed with our boss um, not present. So. I think this is going to be a, one of our better episodes. We could play a quick game of uh, where in the world is Luca. <laughs> I think I think he's in Europe. So. All right. But we got a great episode for you guys. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, I think we're going to start off with actually one of my favorite quarterbacks from Florida, uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Know that uh, he got some great uh, garbage time reps for the Gators. <laughs> so, as you guys know, uh, Cam Newton is uh, officially done for the season, the season, remainder of the season, and we're just going to talk about his future. Uh, what, what do you What do you think, Carl? Uh, was this a good decision? I know he's injured, um, but what do you What do you see Cam Newton's future like? Um, he might make a great Denver Bronco because <laughs> I, I don't see him coming back to the uh, so it's to the Panthers next season. Um, I I kind of think that era is over. Um, the one thing that obviously that the uh, the Panthers have to keep in mind is uh, you don't want to end up like the Broncos. You know, ever since Peyton Manning's been gone, they've been kind of like shuffling through. Uh, Random white quarterbacks. <laughs> so like Kyle Island is like is definitely a random white quarterback. <laughs> as as uh, he's as we saw against the uh, the Niners a couple of weeks ago. So you don't think you don't think there's any chance Cam's back in Carolina? I just don't. I feel like uh, I mean maybe could be because his contract is like cheap now. Yeah. You know, by yeah. the standards of uh, what people are getting these days, I think he's getting paid like nineteen or twenty million. Mm-hmm. So he, that'll keep him. But like, if nineteen twenty million is hurt on the is hurt, then like maybe you could. What could you get for Cam Newton in a trade with like a team like Denver that might be desperate for a quarterback? And, and I'm just throwing Denver out there because it's, a, it's a, it seems like a natural thing. Maybe you could throw the Bears in there as well, or whoever, whomever. Yeah. But. Uh, I feel like they've had enough success where they might think, hey, maybe we just roll with uh, Kyle, Kyle or whoever else, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think they keep their options open, sort of, but, yeah, I think it's pretty unlikely Cam's going to be playing in Carolina again. I think, I'm, I think I'm right there with you on that. I agree with you guys. So there's actually a, there's a lot of teams available that are needing a quarterback. That's true. We got. I was looking at the list. Like the Bucks would be interesting. Uh, Redskins would be another option. No, the Redskins have Dwayne Haskins, yeah. though. That's true. That's true. Uh, as far as uh, the Dolphins, no, there's no, no, we, no, we've got. Uh, <laughs> well, you got Tua. You guys already, you already got the jerseys. We've got Tua. We've got Tua, possibly, but like, and I know we're not really a college football podcast, but like Joe Burrow at LSU is. Is something, man. Like I, I almost like him more than Tua, but that's another, <laughs> another discussion. 
I mean, bear- that game is Saturday too, by the way. I never <laughs> talk college football, but <laughs> no, 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 no. We can talk college football. Luca's not here. We're all good. <laughs> uh, Bears be another option. That's if if they want to give up on the Trubisky cha- uh, train. Yeah, they got to. It's just not going anywhere. What's what do you think's been the biggest uh, reason for Cam's decline? Health. I mean, that's the only reason he's dominant when he's in there and when he's healthy. He's just been he's been a mess the last two years in terms of his health. And I agree with him. He shouldn't play unless he's hundred percent. He's just costing himself future future dollars. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's health too. I I, I also think that um, the reason why I kind of think it's over. I think Cam might be like done not done like he won't play in the nfl but like i don't know if he's going to be a constant high performance starter in the nfl just because he needs his athleticism to me because like i don't think he's an accurate enough passer to get by without that because like that threat opens up everything for him so so if he can't you know like have defenses creep up you know like bring the safeties down and all that like uh and create one-on-one matchups. Like, I don't think that he's uh, he can be a good enough quarterback without that. Yeah, it sucks though because like, and I mean I've heard this, I've heard a lot of people say it, but like, you know, this this is the best supporting cast he probably has had his whole career. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would have been. Like, been the time you could show. argue it's better. Oh, sorry. I, um, I was going to say you, you could argue it's better than the one that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you think the Panthers will make a run for the playoffs with Allen? I mean, they're definitely set up to. They've got a, a great sporting cast, quarterbacks, question mark, for sure. So they'll probably fall short of, you know, any significant run. But, um, I mean, they're in, they're in prime position. A lot of, a lot of uh, room there in the NFC after the first couple couple good teams there. What do you think, Carl? What's the so they're uh well they're five and three. So behind the Saints. Um I mean, the NFC is tough though, man. Like I feel like half the teams are like five and four or better, so they could do it. Um I mean but Christian McCaffrey's gotta have like I, I know he's already having like a uh an insane like type of like almost like a a Marshall, yeah. like, like I was gonna say Marshall Falk type year, but I don't know if I'm going overboard with that. I mean, not, not right now. You're not if he sustains it. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. So he could. I mean, they could do it, but um, I think it's a. I think it's an early exit if they go. Yeah. They're just not. They're not built for a run, but they could get there. I think for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think those are fair points. Uh, I'm curious to see where uh, he ends up next year, though. I, I agree. I agree with Mac that I don't. I don't think he's the Panther um, come start next season. Uh, Broncos might be an ideal fit for each other going forward. Yeah, I think it's just. I mean, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Mac. <laughs> I think it's just, I mean, it's like we've mentioned a little bit before. It's just the, or the NFL coming, you know, more like the NBA. Players are, are trying to take their own health and their own status into 
into their own hands and you're seeing it across the league and Cam's just one of those guys, AJ Green, you know, guys are trying to put themselves first so that they can get the right contract, get on the right situation and, and be happy too. I think we're just starting to see that, that come out and Cam's definitely in, in the spot to do it. He can hold himself out for health reasons until whenever his contract is up and, and choose to go where he wants to go or force a trade. Is it Cam that said it? I was under the impression it was the uh, the Panthers that shut him down. Uh, I, we could we can go back and, and check it because we should probably be right on that. But I think he had come out and said that he wasn't going to play unless he was one hundred percent. And I think that I think the organization oh, okay. has supported that. Um, right. Which you know they don't really have a choice, but. Um, I think that's what a lot of guys are doing. Jalen Ramsey, you know. The hell of a back injury that cleared up in about a day. It's funny how that worked that, out for him. You know? <laughs> Modern medicine, man. You gotta, uh... <laughs> that back specialist with wonders. Yeah. Only the best in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think Cam. I think he deserves to to be a starter somewhere. If uh, for whatever reason he doesn't want to be that in Carolina, and I know he means a lot to that franchise and those fans and everything, but if if for whatever reason he's not going to play there, like I'm excited for him to move on and and go somewhere else and be in the league because he's definitely someone that you know he's fun when he's when he's out there excelling. He makes the league better. I have a question for um, both of you guys. Um, is Cam Newton now above having to compete for a job? Is he or or, or does he does he if he goes somewhere does he basically come in with uh, a starter? I, I think just based on the type of guys that have come in, you know, been signed as like free agents and and been unquestioned starters when they get there. I think you got to say Cam is a starter, but he's still got to prove his health. If he's really being held out for health reasons, he's got to prove that. But barring that, I, I mean, I don't think it's a question of whether he's a starting NFL quarterback. I, I think he gets the the edge wherever he goes over the the second quarterback. Uh, so no competition, like no, no, like, you know. no real competition. And then again, it depends where we're he talking, goes. We're talking guys uh, like Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon just walking into to a starting job off the free agent market in some situations. So, I mean, as long as Cam gets in a situation where there's not some, you know, young, young rookie stud where, you know, the the management's going to be interested in, in playing that guy over, over the free agent, then I gotta, I gotta believe he's he's a starter where he, where he ends up. Not to, not to compare Newton to Foles as far as skills is concerned, but, I see it's something similar to what's going down in Jacksonville right now with Foles and Minchu, where heck of a transition. Where that's that's his job, like that that's Cam's. That's get, it's Nick, it's Nick Foles' job from the to begin with. Yes, he well, got Minchu. I think I think that's where that's where Cam is going into next season, wherever he goes. He he will have the edge, um, regardless of regardless of how exciting that other quarterback is. I mean, I would say that um, even Super Bowl aside, 
um, Cam's peak lends itself more to that than Nick Foles' career. Cam's peak, Cam's peak was also more sustained. You mean, you mean Super Bowl champion? So I, I mean, <laughs> also, uh, also like um, several time backup Nick Foles as well. Wait, Luca's calling me right now. Hold up. <laughs> and I, I don't even. It's like Nick Foles. Like it's just not. It's like it's not even that. It's just um, if we're gonna talk about if we're gonna talk about them in comparison, I think that Cam comes in as the automatic starter before Nick Foles does, just because like Cam's resume is so much stronger. I just wanted, I just well, want to do, talk. I just want to do my my Nick or uh, my Luca impression real quick of uh, his Nick Foles take. Really good player, guys. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever met a guy that's not super nice? <laughs> uh, he hates some people. He hates a lot of people. <laughs> like Tom Brady, he'll never say he's a super nice guy. I think he said he's a super nice guy. No, he doesn't. Like he, he, I, he I'm pretty sure he's called Tom Brady his enemy, and like, <laughs> he's never met. <laughs> uh, but let, let's talk about well, let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Foles versus Mitchu. I, I, Luke, I actually wanted to talk about this, and he may talk about this next week when he comes back. But what are your thoughts on this? Uh, so Foles is named the starter. Um, this week with Minchu, uh, how many games has, has it been? About five, six games now that he started after Foles went down? He started every game. I mean, he's, he started oh. every game but one, um, and he played most of the first game. So where are you guys at on this? Uh, do you agree with the Jaguars' decision? Do you think they should have kept with Minchu, the young guy, develop him? or I think it's probably the right decision for everybody here because – I mean, you got to give. You've got now, whatever it is, seven eight weeks to evaluate Minshew. You know what his strengths and weaknesses are. You sign Foles to twenty million a year, whatever it is, and you need to see what that looks like for the next seven or eight games, so you can make a decision in the, in the off season. They're not winning. They're not winning the Super Bowl with either of those guys this year. I mean, I think they. I think they gotta. They gotta evaluate where they're at this year and then see what gives them the best opportunity going forward. Carl? Me next. Okay. Um, I'm not surprised that they went back to Nick Foles, but I think it's purely the money, the financial decision, like, um, like Matt kind of alluded to, but I, I think, um, it's the wrong decision because like Mac also said, you're not winning the Super Bowl this year. And, um, so, and personally, I think we kind of know who Nick Foles <laughs> usually is, save 13 games in like 2012 with the Eagles and and six games two years. Like, like he kind of, he's a, he's, he's a good, he's one of the 25 best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'll say like, like that means your, your starter material. And like in the right situation with, and particularly with the Eagles, when you're playing with probably the most talented team in the NFL or one of the top three to five most talented teams in the NFL, some things might, you know, in the right atmosphere, you can go all the way. But I think that Nick Foles, I mean, that Gardner Minshew showed enough for a rookie quarterback that like that, 
I don't want to keep writing that personally. And um, but I understand wanting to see what Foles can bring to this team. I just don't think it's like I don't think it's worth it because you're not winning the Super Bowl this year. Well, to that Super Bowl angle, that argument, or making the playoffs. I'll go. I'll, I'll lower it. <laughs> you took my argument away, Carl. <laughs> I actually think I like that Super Bowl because Max said Super Bowl. I'll lower, I'll lower the standard. Well, you can lower the standards. I, I, I'm still going to attack you on it. Uh, no, I, I think they could make a run, like a strong playoff run with Foles. I mean, he's got the veteran leadership. You could win with Foles. I, I know what every, everything you said with him being in Philly, he was in the right environment. But so was Wentz last year. And... When when he took over, they almost uh, almost took him back into back to the Super Bowl last year. So I can I can see I can see the Jaguars with Foles um, making a strong They're playoff. Sitting in push. ninth right now. I'm looking at the standings here. Yeah, there are, there are a couple games behind Indy itself, and that division that division itself. There's a lot. It's very tight. Um, and I think they've already lost to the Texans twice. They have. Right, right. They definitely lost on Sunday. I think they played them once. And I know he's a rookie quarterback, but his numbers don't look that great. Um, if you if you look at if you look at his stat lines, uh, his game logs itself, and the Jaguars have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. So you kind of want a veteran quarterback going forward if you if you want to make that play. And that's what I think I the. That's what I think Jaguars' standards are right now. They just want to make the playoffs, and I think they have a better chance of doing that with Minchu, as opposed to uh, I mean uh, Foles, as opposed to uh, Minchu itself. That's what, that's what we call a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue, though, that like um, you have a better chance of making the playoffs with the more mobile quarterback, and that's Minchu. Or at least being more. I mean, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna say that like Minshew is like already a better quarterback than Foles. Right. But like, yeah, he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty well. And uh, I actually, um, I have an interesting thought exercise for you guys right now. So especially since Rav just said Nick Foles. I mean, Minshew's stats are unimpressive. For and and and. I think you also said for a rookie. For a rookie. Um, so I, I'm going to list the stats of two players, not tell you the names. And then you, you can just tell me who these people are. Obviously, like, dead giveaway, oh. one of them is Gardner Minshew. So you'll have to who the other one is. Eight games played, 70% completion percentage, 1,806 passing yards, eight yards per completion, 229 yards per game, 13 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's player one. Player two is 188 out of 307, 61.2 completion percentage, 2,285 passing yards, 280 yards per game, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. And the QB ratings are player one, 100, player two, 92.8. Are those adjusted quarter uh, uh, quarterback ratings? <laughs> hey, I, I, pre- I prefer advanced stats, Carl. Um, well, wait, what was the quarterback rating on the second one? 
Minshew. Yeah, I'll go with the first one being Minshew. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm honestly going with number the, the player Sick. one, player A. You're saying player A is players A is better. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue that's. Yeah, yeah, just based on just, just, uh, Wait, just you, from you reading no, it. You've got no guess as to who the other oh person is. Uh, is it an active player playing right now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. The first eight games. I'm guessing three. No, no, knowing Carl, it's probably Jimmy G. <laughs> You're right. Except player one is Jimmy G and player two is Jimmy G. Pretty good. I know how Carl works. Um, except one guy happens to be on a way better team. But Minshew was only like, you were saying his class were unimpressive. I mean, yeah, they're unimpressive because, and in, in the words of Mac, uh, who have they played? Uh, all of. Uh, the, all NF- of- the, the AFC, <laughs> his, his division. <laughs> What do you mean? Like he's been one of the best divisions. No, but in, in his losses, he's been pretty bad. He's been pretty bad against the Texans. Yeah, who? He's, Michael, he, oh. Nah. Well, I mean that's okay. And who, who did Jimmy G throw four touchdowns and a bunch of yards against? That's fair, but he's played well against good competition no, that, too. That, that game is actually carrying <laughs> his stats right now. That's a, that's a third of his touchdowns. I don't, I don't know how Jimmy G got involved in this right no, now. Because, because, because I knew, because I knew, what I know, I know you too well. So like, I was going to use your own player against you. Jimmy G is coming off a major injury, and he's getting better and better game by game. And uh, I, I just don't. So is so is a player that's much younger than him. So are you on a team that doesn't have the second best running attack in the NFL? Leads the actually, I didn't even know this before today. The Jaguars only yeah. have one rushing touchdown, the, lead the league in rushing touchdowns and are second in rushing yards per game. So, one could argue Jimmy G has a much easier margin like margin for error to play with. If they had a better quarterback behind center, they'd probably have a better running game with the adjustments, and that's going to come with Nick Foles. A veteran quarterback. Jimmy G didn't, didn't pop off until he got Emmanuel Sanders. He had nine interceptions, and he he has he has more interceptions than a rookie quarterback. You can't fully attribute that to that to Emmanuel Sanders itself. They've, like I said, okay, Jimmy okay, G's then, gotten better. Take, take that game out of it. <laughs> I'm more than welcome to take the Arizona Cardinals game out of it, and I'll, my points will still be the same. Let me that throw it back. Actually, they're playing at the same level. Let me throw it back at you, both of you guys. Would you rather have Jimmy G, <laughs> GQ, or uh, Minchu? I don't Get know. Forward. Like I'm asking you. It's like you. I don't seen, know. You have you've seen enough of them. They haven't. They're pretty much played pretty much the same amount of games. I mean, obviously, uh, GQ's got more games in him. But as well, your future quarterback, who do you want? And probably. Part of Carl's point is Jimmy G's been asked to do less with more, and Minshew, you know, he's been put in a pretty tough situation. He's actually excelled pretty well. And that's my only right, I'm not, my right. point is not that Minshew is better than Jimmy G. Is that Minshew has played well enough for a rookie that I'd want to see what he can do for throughout the duration of a season. That, yeah, that's fair. I. I well, that, that's fair because I was thinking of when uh, when that trade happened with the Patriots. 
uh, I forget our I forget our backup name right now, but we waited four or five games, and then Jimmy G Jimmy G played like the last five six games, and that's essentially his rookie season right there. And he went six and zero through great numbers. So yeah, I guess that's I guess, and he didn't have much around him. This is pre injury. So I guess what the point I'm making is, and I guess I'm making it for you. I'm going against my my uh, going against my Nick Foles, choosing Nick Foles over Minshew. I, I get it. I get it. You see that excitement. I saw that excitement with Jimmy GQ, and I see that excitement with Minshew. But I get, I go back to my point. If you want to make the playoffs, I think you have a better chance with Foles. Minshew's going to be there next year. Not if they're starting now. Not if Foles are starting now. That means you're going. You're right. You're riding with Foles. What is uh? What is like Foles' contract? Three or four years, twenty million a year, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Which is a bargain yeah, for it's, it's I mean, a quarterback these especially days, especially for for Foles. But I think you got to. I mean, he's literally played like, you know, a handful of drives for the Jaguars. I just think they've got to evaluate him, and then. You know, if that if they don't like him in their system, they think Minshew's better. If they think Minshew's serviceable and gives them cap flexibility or whatever it is, then you get off him in the off season. But you you don't know you don't know what you have as a Jacksonville Jaguar in Nick Foles. I agree. I think you know in the long run you're going to want to develop the guy that's shown some promise on the field already. But you got to at least give yourself that opportunity in the season. But you're probably just not you're not getting out of the AFC. Barring any injury, do you see Minchu being the starting quarterback again, being named starting quarterback? Yeah. Or do you think the Jaguars write out Foles regardless of – even if Foles is playing mediocre, running games still me- mediocre? You mean this season or – This season, yeah, this season. I think – I mean, like to what Mac is saying, they, want to, they probably want to see what Foles can do. So I would say unless like Foles plays like abysmal – like, which I don't think will probably happen because, like, he's, he's a solid enough. <laughs> <laughs> you just made Luca proud. <laughs> but um, I don't I, Like, to me, like, I think that, like, I, I'd personally move off him just because – not because he's bad, just because he's kind of – Minshew's, I think, is already giving you what you could – Kind of hope yeah, for from Foles. I agree. I think it's the right choice long term. I think you gotta do your due diligence, um, check him out this year, and then try to move him off in, in the off season. See if you can get some picks for him, or if it's not, you know, insane on the cap or something like that, release him. But you know, Minshew gives you way more flexibility. Gives you, you know, he's got some promise, showing a connection with the receivers. Uh, I think he's the solution long term. They stumbled into it, lucky for them. But um, you know, I don't expect I don't expect Foles to be the starter day one, twenty twenty in Jacksonville. I don't. Oh, you don't? I'm not sure now. I'm like, I feel like it go either way right now. Because um, I mean, I, I agree that they should like consider like going all in on Minshew based on like half the season, but, um, but I'm not sure if they will. I mean, maybe if they get like an offer from like a, uh, one of those teams we were talking about before, like what if um, 
instead of Cam for about the, for similar money, mm-hmm. a team like Denver or uh, Chicago is interested, which I actually mentioned. I think that's the type uh, of Foles would be a great fit in uh, Chicago. <laughs> a random white quarterback, yeah. <laughs> uh. I, 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 at the end of the day, I think this is a good a good problem for Jaguars to have. I don't think when's the last time the Jaguars had a good quarterback con- controversy or uh, a situation. So the days of Byron Leftwich and. God, I already forgot their names. What were their uh, first last uh, last couple Bortles first round quarterback? Wasn't going to play his rookie year. Bortles, uh, Blake Bortles, and the guy that's he's still in the uh, NFL. I forget his name. He played for the Niners, and he played for the Eagles. Ah, what's his name? Played under Chip <laughs> Kelly. A lot of people were under Chip Kelly. <laughs> like that in those two years. <laughs> He was he was picked over Kaepernick for Niners. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. Some Niners fan. It's all good. Well, I don't think we're going to be talking about the Niners after uh, after we're probably not going to talk about the Patriots this week too. It's hey man, gonna... but, I mean, um, just one last thought. Imagine if. Um... <laughs> The Niners had Gardner Minshew instead of um, <laughs> oh boy, oh. <laughs> man, give him that running game and offensive line. <laughs> I don't he might think even be more handsome. Well, here's a uh, okay. <laughs> well, let, uh, let's yeah. I mean, he, man- a, he walks around in a jock strap. Apparently, legends have it. <laughs> Luca will probably agree that he's a better looking guy than uh, GQ, only because of the, the stash. But uh, come on now, that chiseled face, like he, I don't swing uh, that way. But Jimmy GQ is a pretty good looking dude. I can't lie, Jimmy Jimmy G is a good looking guy. Like um, when he was uh, kind of hitting on Aaron Andrews, and he <laughs> like man, I almost got charmed. <laughs> <laughs> So let's make a bet, a friendly wager. Uh, this is uh, when we revisit this in three, three, four years. Who ends up having a better career? Who's got better numbers? Starting G- GQ or uh, Minchu? Right. Starting now. Minchu's not even playing now. <laughs> <laughs> Starting. Let's go that close. Starting, starting next week season. One twenty twenty. If Minshew's a starter, assuming he's a starter. Are we talking career numbers or I'm gonna numbers go, for next year? No, go ahead. I gotta. Career I numbers. gotta say Jimmy G. Just next four or five years. Situation. I mean, I'll Projection. I'll take the Kyle Shanahan quarterback every day of the week. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing. He's in a better situation. Uh, so he's a system <laughs> quarterback. Is that where you got, are we leaning that's not, towards that? That's not the same thing. <laughs> I, I, I hear a lot of rumblings in the media uh, about Jimmy GQ being a system quarterback, and it's it's it hurts it hurts a little. I'm not I it hurts a little. I'm not gonna lie. So is, is Matt Ryan a system quarterback? Like, I I hope not. I hope I, I don't think so. He's been pretty consistent regardless of which system he's been in. No, I agree. I'm just saying like um 
I think Jimmy's shown enough that well, he's shown enough talent that like I don't think he's a system guy. Like um, he's like uh, I don't know. Like he he feels like a uh, even though I was like talking shit about his interceptions a few days minutes ago <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> actually, i appreciate risk-taking quarterbacks if it's not like it's not if it's not like miami overboard on the jay cutler level oh god <laughs> don't, don't that season oh congratulations <laughs> on your win by the way i was i, I was really upset man <laughs> and, 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 and of course it's fucking adam gase <laughs> so uh, it was killing me that I didn't know his name. Uh, it was Blaine Gabbert. Was the oh, old quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, our, our, our viewership <laughs> from Jacksonville, from Northeast Florida, is going to go up after this uh, episode. So excited for I mean, that. <laughs> you're from that area. You should like have that on, on your tongue, man. I am. I am. They're, like I said, we're, we're trying to hit all the markets. We're not just like the mainstream media where we're just going to talk about the Giants mm-hmm. and the LA Rams and the Lakers. But yeah. So, so Mac, have you been keeping track of uh, uh, nope, but, um, how everybody's doing with their picks, in, uh, the Saturday NFL picks? For next episode, we'll get them in this week. Get Luca to submit his and uh, see where we're at. Yeah, apologize for not submitting mine la- a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I was a, it's a little, a little drunk on the strip. <laughs> I don't we think we've all done picks. I, I think Luca's behind in week. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, let, let's speak of the pick. Let's actually like run down week uh, right. week ten. Jeez, this season's going by quickly. Your team's eight and zero. The season goes pretty pretty goes by pretty quickly. Well, we got a game going on right now, so we're recording over in the it's six thirty over here on the West Coast, nine thirty Eastern. So, does anybody have it? <laughs> you got. You guys are still in the driver's seat, aren't you? I also want to say though that when your team is one and eight and but blows the blows the full tank, the season gets a little longer. <laughs> I mean, we, we still control our own destiny, <laughs> but, uh, but um, we have to lose to the um, to the Jets the second time and 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 like and the Bengals when we play them. But I mean, the, the Bengals are tough, man. Like, oof. I haven't seen that kind of incompetence. I have an upset pick them, by the way. <laughs> like, like, I don't know when. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, we're actually playing better. Fo- we're playing better football than these teams, and we and we're worse. It's it's kind of scary. So, does anybody have the score up? Uh, I got I got a bunch of computers in front of me, but I'm just too lazy to look it up. Okay. Yeah, it's fourteen. That's good. Good for fourteen ten. Uh, uh, L.A. Chargers. I think. I, I, I think Oakland's up 10-0 early. Yeah, they're up 10-0 right now. Yeah. Actually, I don't have it in front of me. Which, which quarter is it? I would have I picked uh-huh. the Chargers to win just because I still don't believe in the Raiders. But. Yeah, same here. I, I got, I've got the Chargers. They've, mm-hmm. They beat the Bears, was it last week? Or two weeks ago? And they ended up being, beating a... Uh, a solid team the week prior. Forget the two, but they they've been on a roll lately. No, they beat the Packers. They beat the Packers last week. That's right. Yeah, the Chargers beat the Packers. Sorry, I thought the Raiders. So yeah, I think they'll continue continue the hot streak. They'll they'll pull through in this game. What about you? No, no, no. What about what about you, Carl? Who you got? Who do you have in this game? I think I'm going with the Chargers too. Um, I'm cheating a little bit, and I look at the box score, and it, uh, not so. Um, looks like Melvin's, Melvin Gordon's going, getting a little going, so they got. That's fine. We'll, we'll adjust your uh, like, 
So I'm going to go that direction. <laughs> your, your record. <laughs> yeah. We'll, get, we'll give you the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick asterisk. All right, we got the next game. Uh, so starting on Sunday, we got Detroit and Chicago. What do you guys got on that? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Detroit. I just I can't I can't think through this. Uh, I might go the same way just because Detroit's lost a lot of like close games, man. Like they've been right there in so many games, and they've they've come up short. Which um, I kind of like think that's kind of like a Matthew Stafford trait. I mean, and obviously um, he's a Georgia quarterback, so I might be biased about that. Georgia, Florida. Um, but yeah, but that said, if this was a home game, man, I probably wouldn't win with Detroit, I'm but I'm, with I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to go with Chicago. I'm going to rely on her defense. I see Trubisky throwing a couple picks, uh, but the, the defense helps him out and pulls through in a close <laughs> game. Next game. This is my, uh, upset special. Wow. Here we go. Rav, lead us in. Set we it got up. Baltimore versus the Bengals. <laughs> 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 wow so baltimore coming off a hot win against the patriots who are no longer undefeated uh i believe there's only one undefeated team left but we'll talk about that later who do you guys have? <laughs> yeah <with> the... <laughs> who do you have in that carl i have baltimore man come on I just, I just finished saying that I think the, uh, the Bengals are playing worse football than yeah, us. I and think AJ I saw Green's that out from the season. Uh, which, earlier this time, um, the headline. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no chance the Bengals win. I got Ravens. I'm just talking sometimes. I might be making shit up. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I'm messing with everybody. Yeah, I, I got the Ravens, and um, good win for them last week. No, hey. With AJ out, I think he picks. Um, he picks the Bengals and the. Uh, hey, the Blazers, the Blazers are playing well this year. I don't want to hear it. Any scenario. <laughs> they're actually well, like. Um, I know like we're not talking the NBA the yet. Not, I, so. I think they're like ninth or tenth in the West. They're right playing now. well. <laughs> Seven or eight games. Uh, next game, we got the we got the Bills, and this actually this is actually an interesting game. So we got the Bills in the in Cleveland. Bills in Cleveland, on. Oh. Man, can uh, can um, what's his name? Baker Mayfield stop bitching and do some like stop talking about the media, man. Like it's not the media, but whatever. Um, the Bengals are, look so dysfunctional on offense, or not like even Eli Man. Like people talk shit about Eli Manning. Eli Manning still got got uh, OBJ's numbers. Like, like he's not even doing that. OBJ has one touchdown this season on like, <laughs> on like that one slant route he, he basically took all the way on Monday night. So yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going against yeah, whoever. I'm going I'm with whoever the, the Bengals. Same the, logic here. The Browns are playing against <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah, oh, yeah, and that defense. Yeah, yeah. apologist. And the Browns are Browns are a mess, man. Right, until until they change who's calling plays or something, they uh, just. I got no faith in them. Do you think this is a Browns situation or this is a Baker yeah. Mayfield situation? It's a mixture of both, but which one, which one do you think it's more of? Um, at nah. Freddy Kitchens? Are you guys? Freddy Kitchens. Were you guys me? ever fans of Baker He's Mayfield? He's not ready to be a head coach. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm there. Uh, I just I don't know what's going on this yeah. year, but we'll see. Last I'm, year I kind of I was like seventy five percent on the bandwagon. I, I agree with Carl that he needs to stop bitching and start playing. And I'm sure uh, Rex Ryan agrees with me too. I, I'm go, but I am going to go Cleveland in this game. <laughs> They're home, and I picked up their defense. I'm struggling for fa- – I know we're not talking about fantasy, but uh, I'm struggling for fantasy de- defense, and I picked them up. So I'm hoping big things. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. Go ahead, Carl. Next next thing we got I mean, Kansas. They're due for a win. Oh, Tennessee. Uh, without, <laughs> go for it. That's a lonely island you're on over there. No, I mean, I mean I'm a I – mean, I'm, uh, I'm a Patrick Mahomes stan. <laughs> I'm a little upset that I'm hearing that he's going to be back Sunday. <laughs> I'm out on the limb with on that one, <laughs> but like, no, but um, I'm the one person. I'm, I'm like probably one of ten people, all, all of us in South Florida, that want to see Matt Moore against Ryan Tannehill on Sunday. I mean, I got Mahomes to sit out one more week. <laughs> Just give us this one. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah, I mean, give them like a <laughs> solid right, five, six weeks right off, there. you know? Like, um, if, if Kawhi can do oh. it, like, <laughs> why not load manage quarterback too? <laughs> yeah, like, let the, give the fans something. So he's coming back. He, that, that's, that's official? Or is he questionable? Official, but um, I, yeah, I think I like he's, he's been participating. If they like, got the bye week coming up next week, there's no reason for him to play. It's... There, I don't see them, especially even when they were playing with Mahomes, when when Mahomes was playing. I didn't. I don't see them getting that uh, home uh, home field advantage against the Patriots. So, having a, if you lose this game without Mahomes, so be. At least you have a health a healthier Mahomes exactly. going into week week twelve. Exactly. So you both. <laughs> I mean, they should be the Titans, I think, even without. Oh, um, man. I think they just be Minnesota. <laughs> but, I mean, but, you know, but who knows what Ryan Tannehill's got in his, up his sleeve. The love for Tannehill. <laughs> right now. So we all, we all have the Chiefs? <laughs> okay. Atlanta with New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Drew Second Brees back in his, what is he, third game back? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Super down. Atlanta. The second, right? Yeah, this was an easy one for me. I, I'm going Breeze. No, no upset alerts. Um, I don't see Matt Ryan. No upset alerts. The system quarterbacks. I don't see him doing well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a battle going, of New York. Saints as well. Two ugly guys. I hate both teams. Giants, Jets. <laughs> do we do we even want to talk about this game? Do we care? Dimes. Darnold versus uh, Dimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that what the kids are calling him? <laughs> Dimes. Danny Dimes. I'm not a big fan of that nickname. So this one. Long trip. For no, no, no. Awesome. I was going to say this one's in New York. <laughs> I mean, the uh, Jets are the home team. Like, that matters. Sorry, so they all just stay, just stay yeah, home, right? Maybe they don't do anything. You just like, it's like a home yeah, game. The field's you, different. Right? That's probably oh, Do you go in the other locker room? You, think? you probably do, right? Or, uh, or each team might have their own locker room. Hmm. 
But uh, it's tough to say because the Giants are struggling right now. Like that, like their lack of everything except a running back is really showing through. Um, but but the Jets are the Jets. You know, it's tough. It's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna I, fuck it. I'm gonna go with uh, they've got uh, they've got Saquon, who's the best player in the in the game. Saw the thing about the in this game. Um, and you can go best either way on the quarterbacks, the, I guess. I mean, Darnold's probably a little Donald probably better than Donald is, uh, he's more experienced at least than uh, Daniel. Yeah, but they played a. They played uh, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, he was. He was like, I I, I, rooting against. I was rooting for the Jets, (laughs) for the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But like, it was infuriating. Oh, did they? I didn't hear that. This terrible matchup. I'm going Giants. (laughs) I mean, let's go. (laughs) I saw him making college quarterback mistakes. It was like it was the stupidest thing. Well, we have to. It's New York. I, I'm gonna go with the Jets. I have no particular reason why. Uh, I just like Darnold. <laughs> I'm, I do like Darnold. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know. It's the way we'll stop talking about the, this game. But I, I like Darnold. <laughs> well, oh, so I, I have the I have the schedule in front of me. So we're going game by game. And, and I actually things. have the ticket prices for each game. And this is the well, actually is the second lowest uh, ticket yeah, price. So it's the Cardinals versus the <laughs> the Bucks, and it's uh, tickets are going as low as forty four dollars. And that's you should, <laughs> but it, it gets cheaper. Well, you guys are gonna have to wait for that next game. So, so we got Jameis versus Murray, and. Uh, the Cardinals actually impressed me last week uh, against against the Niners. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. No, Patrick Peterson could have four of them. Jameis might throw five picks. No, he, no, he, he can't against that defense. Not against the Cardinals defense. I, I'm, I'm, I just hope it's a shootout. Well, if a, sh- if a shitty quarterback like yeah, Jimmy I'm can going, throw I'm four touchdowns against them, I'm sure Jameis will be honestly, fine. Honestly, Carl will do well. I don't trust Jameis as far as I can throw him. That's not very far. And uh, yes. Yeah. I just want to see the Cardinals succeed. Hope it's a high-scoring affair. So per ESPN uh, ticket prices, uh, this is the cheapest game of the week. <laughs> uh, now I know why, but it's an away game for, away oh, game we'll for them. It's in. Miami this, versus this the Colts. This is Jacoby Brissett. Tickets are going as low as $29. Versus your squad. <laughs> 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 He's gonna show us a few things or two about quarterbacking. Yeah, Brian, Brian Flores made sure of that. Yeah, I'm going Colts. <laughs> I mean, we're coming back down to earth after this. Um, oh god, I think we're gonna let that uh that one win get to our heads a little bit. You know, I'm I'm actually going with the Dolphins. I think it's good. <laughs> it. No, no, this isn't even an upset pick. This is not even an upset pick. He's crap. Stop it. Sorry. Right. It, it may be an upset based on records, but I think Miami. How is that not an upset pick? Might pull this through. 
just going off that high. <laughs> the way they celebrated last week after that win, I think there's a it's certain kind of energy that it. they'll just kind of literally just transitioned into this game. So I got Dolphins by, by a field goal. <laughs> if they blow the tank. <laughs> if, the Dolphins, if the Dolphins win six oh, six games this it's, year, I'm done. I'm like, I'm not I'm over of, this. Uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. It's close for me. It's not close, right? Yeah, but <laughs> I can't. So next game, Green Bay's coming off a tough loss against the Chargers. It's uh, Carolina at in Lambeau. Who do you has? Who do you guys have in that one? Green Bay's not going to lose twice in a row. I don't think their defense is good this year. Uh, Aaron's looking like yeah. a top MVP would have to do candidate to again. I mean, uh, so obviously, so is yeah. I mean, Caffrey over there. Yeah, um, but yeah, I see Green Bay pulling it out. They're at home too, right? I'm pretty sure he is. Let me look up. Let me look up his stats to win MVP. Is he on pace for two thousand yards total offense? Off the top of your head, do you guys remember the last MVP uh, running back on MVP? Was it Tomlinson? Ladanian? Was it uh, what's his name that was on the um? Alexander. I was saying Sean Alexander. Yeah, he definitely won the MVP. That was on the the Seahawks back in the day. I don't day. know if LT. Because LT was around. Okay. I feel like LT won. I feel like LT was yeah. around the same time. I think he. I feel like he might. Have he would have to him. keep up pace. But I mean, I'm just like, like what he's that, continue doing what he's doing for him to win that MVP. I mean, he can't. He can't have. He can't have a bad get. He can't have like a, a dud. Uh, eight hundred eight hundred eighty-one yards rushing, three yards passing. So that's like yards of total offense. How many touchdowns? Um, ten receive, ten yeah. rushing, three receiving. So yeah, he's like, he's on that Marshall Falk thing that we talked about before. Um, but I feel like Marshall had like, was pretty was around twenty touchdowns a year. If yeah, I'm gonna go ahead right. Packers too. Go ahead, Ref. Which so he, he might he got do. The Packers on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead with the Packers. So you keep looking that up. Uh, I'll bring up the next game. <laughs> so we got the Rams. Adrian Adrian Peterson was MVP in 2012. Who? White oh, running back. Oh. <laughs> They're in <laughs> season. <laughs> so the white running backs. They're in season. Falk, ah, AP. 2000. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, what Alexander and AP did was pretty impressive because they're not receiving, they're not receiving running backs. So the I mean, majority of their yards came from the ground. Whereas that, like guys like LT and Falk, they got those all-purpose yards. Um, that's pretty impressive. Damn, he must have had a crazy season. Hmm, that's actually interesting. So that so the next game, it's Rams and the Steelers. Juju's struggling. Yeah, Juju Juju yeah, Smith is struggling. The whole team is struggling at this back point. Back up to uh, 500, I believe. They're uh, sitting at 4-4. Four four. 
They just they have won a couple in a row, haven't they? Right the uh, Steelers. They are. They're in they're in the seventh spot right now. Somehow, some way. Are they? Okay. They stand corrected. Yeah. So you got a West Coast team. <sighs> I think it's going to be an ugly game. And, the Rams um, uh, playing. Uh, those are tough. It's a late yeah, game too. Defense is pretty stout. Twenty-five game struggles away traditionally, and uh, I don't think the Steelers are going to put up much offense, but I think they'll find a way. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go LA Rams. They, I feel like they've been playing a little better recently, and um, this, this obviously has nothing to do with it. But the Dolphins own the Pittsburgh Steelers' first round pick. <laughs> Throw that out there. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Carl. I got the I got the uh, Rams. They're just the better team. I, I think though. Get over the obstacle of uh, playing in Pittsburgh. As much as I want them to lose, they're, they'll be fine. Rams are five and three. And the yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Vikings and Cowboys. <laughs> Sun- oh, of course, Cowboys. Another prime time game. Of course. Uh, mm. uh, this stuff like this gets me heated, but go yeah, we got the Cowboys, got, we got the Vikings and the Cowboys. I think the Cousins has kind of turned it around. The offense has come together. Dalvin Cook's having a great year. My guy Stephon Diggs is gonna tear it up. Rather root for the Vikings in that game. I think they can pull it out. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dallas. Um, I feel like Kirk Cousins is gonna start being Kirk Cousins eventually. Like he's not gonna keep playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for too long because he never does. Um, Cowboys are also at home. Uh, it's a night game for whatever that's worth. Yeah, um, I like your pick better, Carl. But and they're at full strength. I think and like uh, and Dak plays well when they're at full strength. Like. You know, like, I, I say he's dependent on his right, cast, and he, I think he's going to have it. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Vikings too. I think they're going to pull this out. <laughs> <laughs> and and the weird thing is that I keep bringing up ticket prices. <laughs> I'm having fun with this. Ticket prices low as fifty two dollars. That's actually pretty cheap here. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw that. Eventually, and 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 the listeners out there, we're uh, we're working on um, getting sponsors out there. We've had a few calls, but we're we're trying to find the right sponsor. <laughs> trying to find the right sponsor. So I think that's it for the game. Oh, never mind. No, we got one more game, and fight. And finally, we have a good Monday night game, prime time. 
We got the Seahawks against the undefeated. I repeat, undefeated. We don't haven't had any losses yet. Um, 49ers. And Carl's yawning. You don't want to talk about the Niners, Carl? <laughs> A no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, if they had a uh, you know a thrilling quarterback with a mustache, it might be superficial. Superficial. I'd be a yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Niners have a lot of key players coming back. I they're playing at home, the prime time game. They got a Super Bowl experience head coach um, leading them. I am. I'll go with Niners by. I think they, the they beat the spread. I think the spread is six points. So I, I, I have them winning by a touchdown. The the X factor is obviously their MVP candidate Russell Wilson. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what this Niners defense is about with a, a quarterback like Wilson. See if we can put a little enough pressure on him, and then. Once Russell Wilson's done his thing out of the pocket, if our if we can make him make make bad plays, what do you think, Carl? Uh, I'm gonna go gonna go Niners. I think um, they're at home. They're obviously rolling right now. Uh, I kind of feel like um, Russell's really kind of carrying it, carrying the team. And like, I feel like you, you, you probably need, I don't know. Like, I feel like uh, the um, Niners defense is good enough that like they're, they're, not, they're probably to, not going to let Russell beat him by, I think the, I think the Niners by, are by himself. Team and team if he does, then he might wrap up the MVP this now. week. Gonna but to I'm going to go with uh, the Niners for now. Well, <laughs> right now. Uh, Rav shaking his head at me. I just, I think, I think Russell Wilson's rolling. I think Kyler Murray was able to find a couple holes. I think Russell Wilson can find some more. And um, I, I just, I think there's, I think there's a little bit of magic there that uh, Jimmy G doesn't have that magic. Fair enough. Breaking your, breaking your heart. Fighting words. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad this is all documented. So in like in three weeks, I, when Jimmy Q, GQ is up for MVP talk, um, my favorite. That'll be a great well done. Well done. My favorite thing was um, was Rav referring to Kyle Shanahan as a Super Bowl coach, as if Carol isn't coaching both, the Seahawks. Both. <laughs> Both head coaches have made <laughs> terrible gloss decisions over that part. <laughs> in the Super Bowl. We can all agree, right? <laughs> One play versus an entire half. Uh, and I have to end the same segment, this particular segment for the ticket off. price of Levi Stadium. <laughs> $168, guys. I actually thought about going. My roommate's actually going to this game, but his dad's got season tickets. <laughs> So, uh, it's on. Oh. <laughs> Wait. So, which market is uh is pricing people out? That's the, a great uh, question. 
That's a very good. The, question. the big New York market or uh, or San Fran? It's uh, apparently it's I, I it's apparently Vivid Seats. So Vivid Seats, if you guys are listening, uh, we would love to have you sponsor us. Uh, get in contact Vivid with our where, uh, where our boss Lucas, who's recently seats. he's currently uh, I'm traveling the world to find investors. Uh. <laughs> but yeah. Hopefully without fees. I, I hate those fees. So hopefully, <laughs> but we'll we'll get the tally up for the next yeah. episode and find out. Hopefully, find out who's in the lead, and uh, we'll have Carl's asterisk. But that's that's I'm done with the NFL uh, with this episode. Uh, for those NBA, for those NFL fans that aren't fan of the NBA, that you guys can leave now. We're willing, we're willing to. Uh... <laughs> Have a targeted small. We're about to. That's what we want. That's what we want to do right now. Turn away, listeners. (laughs) So we're about to talk. We're talking. We're going to talk. We're about to talk about the NBA. Uh, But a big story that's uh, resurfacing is uh, load management with. with coaches, in, uh, in particular Doc Rivers, benching Kalo, uh, uh, and it became controversial. They actually ended up getting fined today by the the NBA fifty thousand uh, dollars. Their statement, I'm going to paraphrase here, is inconsistencies in the head coach, referring to Doc Rivers, and on his talking about his health status. So that was fifty thousand dollars is no chump change, but what do you guys think about load management in general? It's become a hot topic this week. Uh, I mean, um, I think as far as like what they said about Doc, um, I think what basically they listed, I think they list um, some kind of like knee injury for Kawhi. But then Doc talked about it like it was like for rest reasons, which so like I guess like that would be the reason for the fine. On a general level, like it's kind of like I have mixed feelings. I'm like I'm like I have mixed feelings about it. Um, on one hand, I do obviously understand like uh, wanting to be like your most healthy um, for the playoffs or whatever. So like, and obviously it worked out for um, Toronto last season, um, like this approach. But um, one thing that also like um, comes to mind is that like, I actually forgot about this when the season started, um, even though like I, I baked in Kawhi load management into my, my preseason predictions, even though Rav was getting mad at me for saying the Lakers would finish ahead of the Clippers because of load management, but we'll put that to the side. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but like Kawhi did say that like he did not anticipate having like a program this year because he wasn't coming off an injury like last year. So um so like but and like part of me does kind of agree with the idea that like a couple of things like you kind of like you are like your job is 82 games unless you can't play. Uh and also like you I also kind of think that like you have an obligation to like, even though Luca doesn't think sports are entertainment, <laughs> when we talked about this a few days ago in the chat, um, 
you have an obligation to the fans who are coming to see you play. I do think, I I think that as well. So when you're like a player in the middle of your prime and like there are like unclear reasons for why or conflicting reasons why you are you are not playing like basically twenty five percent of the games. Like you open yourself up to that kind of criticism, and but I'm not sure if there's any way to like fix it either. You know, it's like kind of like tanking. Like, how do you prove someone is tanking or injured versus you know like rebuild quote unquote? Uh, before I get to you, Matt, what like, because I think this is important. Injury, you know, and maybe you with everything you just said in the last few minutes, you're coming from a lot of different angles. Uh, which point of view are you coming from? Are you coming from like a fan's perspective? Are you coming from a, a fan's perspective in the sense that, you know, you're watching the Lakers play like uh, pretty much every, you know, every time they're on, or are you coming from a perspective of, I want my Lakers to make it to the finals. I don't care if LeBron sits out this game, uh, which like, which perspective are you coming from? Okay. I'm saying I kind of I get I each side there's valid reasons to both. Right. Personally, like I think that if you're capable of playing, you should play. But I also understand, right. like you know what, like maybe save yourself on a back to back. But the other things, like he had a back to back and he chose like the harder game to sit out, the Bucks game instead of the. Uh, which is the more marquee one, the more Bucks game versus the Portland game, which is another reason why people were like criticizing him, which again, I get it. <laughs> but, um, but personally, like, like I remember when, uh, obviously this is not the exact same context, but I remember when I went to a heat game in Kobe's last year and Kobe didn't play for rest and he, and like it's a different situation. He was older and stuff, but like you just didn't play. And like, that's the last <laughs> time I would have ever gotten to see Kobe year. Bryant play. And I, I did. I think a single so, Toronto fan would complain about last yeah. year. But like, so like, obviously, there's there's not a last time for Kawhi coming up. So I think but like, what if that's bigger. like you're a fan and that's the only time you could have afford, you could afford to go no, to a Clipper true. game that year? Absolutely. You know? But I think when you're trying to take a, a look at the bigger picture, yeah, it's hard to do that. You know, in the immediate gratification society, for sure, definitely right now when teams and players are trying to look at careers and guarantee that you're going to win the championship because you rest an individual event or a you know money the the money that's available on a TV deal a certain night or something like that. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And I, and I, t I definitely like, I get that perspective and like, like for Toronto and like it might work for the Clippers this year, you know, um, and like, I'm, and like, to me, it's like more power to you. Cause like, cause like, it's like you were saying earlier, like, you know what, like maybe as a player, you like your body is your, your fucking like your ticket. That's your, even though guaranteed contracts in the NBA, it's still like, you know, that's Kawhi's only 28 when his contract's done, he'll be like 32. So, um, but that's, but that's what I, I, part of me does think that like, you do have there should be some obligation. No, yeah, playing I, if you're capable. This is tough. I, I, <laughs> I come from a, and I think we're all diehard like basketball fans. And <laughs> yeah, I'm taking. No, we're not. I'm taking the 2019 season. Oh, 2019, 2020. I forget. Well, that's another topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mac is no longer a basketball fan this season. <laughs> he is out for three. Of <laughs> 
He's up for. <laughs> but I, I actually come from a from a different angle, and you know, Carl kind of touched on it. You know, we talk about load management when it comes to these high profile teams, these winning teams. But we don't really talk. We do talk about it, but we really don't talk about load management per se with the tanking teams. It's not as not a big deal. And sometimes I wonder what? if the Clippers were a. Uh, well, bottom can, feeder like still had Kalo and we're a bottom feeder and this is like towards the end of the season and they they did the protect, same move protecting a player I sometimes I sometimes wonder if they would have got five yeah uh yeah he, I think he was healthy to play and I think he's that was he a was weird situation, though. Like, I don't want to actually demand and like he was healthy to play. That was actually, no, I mean, that's a great point. That those kind of scenarios yeah, kind of annoy me. Uh, I remember, yeah. <laughs> right? But I think they were playing him the minimum minimus required minutes required to not get in trouble with uh, and- NBA. Another thing so is the like NBA, and it's not like the NBA isn't trying to make it, make it, make the season, the schedule easier on the players. What they've limited, they're uh, reducing the back-to-backs. They've extended the All-Star game, like uh, as far as the All-Star break. Uh, they they've made the schedule a lot more travel-friendly as best as they can. So they're make they're make they're trying their best to appease the situation, and then they're still doing load management. You know, they're still doing this with Kalo and what with a whatever player. So I get the NBA's perspective. Like we're it's not like we're not trying. We're we're doing our best, and there's so I I don't think it's ever gonna stop. And I said I said fifty thousand. Fifty thousand isn't nothing. They'll they'd rather pay that fifty k and have Kalo in the finals than, yeah. But back to my perspective, I hated it and it happened yeah, a course. lot. Uh, while the Magic were sucking, I don't think they were tanking. They just they were just sucking the marquee play the marquee players that they had. Like uh, Gordon, I remember when Gordon like sat out like the last twenty games of tanking season, and I was like, "Damn, I kind of." I mean, I have limited reasons to watch a Magic game when they're not going to make the playoffs, and he's he's out, Wooch is out. I think it's continue. It, it sucks as a tanking team too. Problem, not necessarily. So you know, I, I think the NBA. That, I don't know what they could do. Um, I, is there a solution to this, or is this going to continue? This is probably going to continue. Make some um, consolations, like you said, but I think I think it's right. I think it's a problem for them right now, but I almost think it's a good problem. I mean, you're potentially prolonging careers of guys. You're potentially prolonging, um, you know, preserving health for the games that actually do matter. They might need to consider some things with the actual regular season. They might need to just you know consider some pretty creative options. I don't even know, increasing roster size or something like that. I mean, fan bases could get behind more than a few guys on a roster if guys are only going to play 
60 games competitively or something like that. But um, there's definitely going to have to be some creative solutions. And I, I don't think it's something that's, that's going away, but it's, it's a potential problem that the NBA could, could figure out and do some creative out and swing it in their favor, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if there's a, a solution, it would yeah. be shortening the NBA season to like 66 games, which is never going to happen because everyone loses, gets less money from that. Or um, stretching out the season a little longer, which I don't think any of us as fans necessarily want either because the season's long enough, I think. I mean, as far as like the months, a little bit like same 82 games, but like so, so you have no you have no back-to-backs. Or, or maybe like less than 10, um, which might not be the worst thing, but um, that's probably the most possible solution. Um, but I don't know, I don't know, like like part of me still feel like, I get it and like I kind of agree with a lot of what Max said, as far as you know, what matters the most, but like, uh, I don't know, but there is a part of me that thinks it's like weird for a player to like basically like, this, you're just gonna. You're not gonna play 22 games a year. Like I've heard some people say, who I don't like, basically like standing for LeBron, and like I couldn't, I could barely listen to it. They're like, oh, like if Kawhi's gonna miss a quarter of the season, you take yourself out of the best player in the world. Good discussion. I don't agree with that, but I do agree that like it's weird to just basically write off. And not being a fan of the too, Clippers you know? or the Bucks, and I didn't watch the game. I. I'm going to be less likely to watch that game if Kalo's out. And this is like a – so I think that's what the NBA is more worried about is just the general fan base that's not a fan. Like if you're a, if you're a home time if – if you're a fan of that team, you're going to watch it most likely regardless. Um, but it's fans well, like, Rev, I don't know, the average Joe. I missed this episode, but they've always got China, so. I didn't even watch right, the game. And, uh, I, I mean, like, yeah. I'm more than like a casual NBA fan. I'm like, what's there to see now? Uh, <laughs> Luca, get here! I go, Luca. <laughs> no, uh, we'll talk about China on another day. Again. Uh, Adam Silver's got a lot on his plate this season. It's only, what are we, 10 games into the season? <laughs> yeah, I, it's a good season so I'll, far. Man. I'll like, be honest with you, it's not something like, I admit, but I am sports depressed right now with the way Magic are playing. Lack of shooting. It's, it's tough, man. It's tough being a Magic fan right now. Now, the biggest... The biggest thing to surprise for me is the uh, right. is how Vucevic is playing. I feel like you guys uh, he, have had a tough schedule as far as defensive big men. Hopefully he gets back. You know who played so, well? I don't know if you've got, had, got a chance to watch back. any Thunder games this year. I mean, this was my first one yesterday since they played the Magic. Well, a- Adams, but uh, CP3 actually looks pretty fresh out there. Oh, Adam, he, he yeah. looks good. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, like um, I watched them play. Uh, I think it was the game against the um, Warriors, and like he actually looked like yeah, he, he he looked like, quicker than he did. And last you know, the, the more the, the more Rockets. I was watching him last night, the more I was thinking about the the Ben Simmons proposal, trade proposal. Wish Luca was here for that. Uh. <laughs> uh, I actually don't think they no, should do that. Even though uh, I'm good the for them. As much as I don't like CP3, good for good for OKC. Great. Carl's not in on that. Yeah, I, the, they're gonna, the two gonna obvious trade trades that are definitely probably going to happen this year. The they're both point guards: CP3 and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I think those are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I just, I just don't think it's smart if you're gonna get a top ten pick. Like, what are you trading D'Angelo Russell for before the next offseason? Like, for what? Like, for who and for what? Like, if you're gonna get more yeah, bodies in there, you're, gonna, you're probably about. hurting the tank, if anything, because they're gonna have more depth. Like. I, personally, I think it would be better for him to leave the team because now it's the team's fault. Because this team is not doing anything. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> everybody, everybody on the team being heard is 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 a fact. Like, yeah. it's not, I think it's the blame. I, I think it's Kerr's master plan, uh, hidden plan of load management. It's. <laughs> So I, I don't know if you guys are phones ringing right now, but Luca's texting me right now. He's like, "Wrap it up, wrap it up." For those that for you for guys that don't know, Luca does all the editing and and he uh, he gets mad at us sometimes. But Luca, we love you. Hopefully, you have a fun time editing editing this. I if you can do me a favor, edit out the Jimmy GQ stuff uh, versus Mitchie Par- stuff. Carl on the cover three. I think they got me there. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Carl, I appreciate you joining us, even though you've you've been the the mainstay of, of cover three. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> uh, and we'll be back next week and for everybody that's listening around the world in Jacksonville, in Orlando. We love you. Have a good night. Have a great day. Uh, cheers. Cheers.